welcome to the ninth episode of the Lakers Nation PH podcast. I'm Bert, joined as always by Kenan from Iloilo. And today, uh, filling, in, filling in for Andrea is uh, Nicole. Hello, hello, Nicole. Hello, thanks for having me again. Hello. <laughs> yep, uh, it has been a bit of a very eventful NBA season so far with COVID and all. But, our, but one thing is certain, the Los Angeles Lakers are still the best team in the NBA. Uh, with the best record in the NBA, right? And yeah, currently, as of uh, this recording, the Lakers are the lone number one seed in the entire NBA. Yep, and with Anthony Davis and LeBron James coaching. So let's get right through it. Uh, right, it. Uh, here's let's talk about. The aforementioned LeBron, best duo in the NBA, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Uh, I think it's safe to assume that both... Let's start with LeBron, with LeBron first. LeBron James is averaging 24 points, 8.3 rebounds, 7.7 assists, a steal per game. Uh, 32 point, in just 32.5 minutes per game. And he has not missed... And he has not missed or sat a single game. He has played in all of the Lakers' 11 games. So, mm-hmm. Year uh, 18. Yeah, year 18. So let's start with you, Nicole. What are your impressions so far of King James? Yeah, well, LeBron is LeBron. So he will, like, forever be impressive. <laughs> Hopefully forever. But then, yeah, he, parang, he, doesn't, he doesn't look like he missed a beat at all. He's out there. Um, I think uh, coasting or I want to like game management is something he's super pro at already. So he really knows what he's doing on the court, and it's really nice to see him out there setting an example for the team, playing when he can, even if it's a back to back. So I'm really impressed with LeBron as always. Kenan, is this coasting LeBron? Uh, I I, just, I saw a graphic uh, earlier this week. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it was the NBA MVP rankings. He's yeah, number one. one. <laughs> the, MVP, yeah. the MVP rankings. Maybe by default, I don't know, because he has played the most games. So what are your thoughts about LeBron in year 18? I'm supportive of this trend that he does. He, he He's coasting. Because obviously the off season was a bit shorter than usual. The Lakers played in the finals, obviously, and won the championship. That takes a toll to the body, especially for a player with LeBron's advanced advanced age. With the Lakers having a very deep bench and they're winning, so I fully support this coasting attitude that LeBron has right now. Because even though he's coasting, when the Lakers need him the most, he still gives his 110%. So I trust that he knows how to balance between giving it his all and, you know, just just trusting his teammates. Uh, it's going to be good for everyone involved in the long run. Exactly. Um, he is also shooting 48.5% from the field. This is because he is attempting, I think this probably safe to say is one of his highest three-point attempts in his career. He's shooting 
six three-point shots a game, hitting yeah. 2.1 of them for a very respectable 34.8%. Uh, for yeah. someone who's not known for his shooting, he's getting to the line only six times, uh, shooting for 71% from the free throw line. He's, uh, he, we can see that he's still a bit rusty. He, he's missing um, dunks. Uh, layups, which he <laughs> usually makes, but overall, I think it's easy to, uh, safe to say that he has been our best player so far uh, through these games, and which, yeah. which leads us uh, leads us to Anthony Davis. Um, so Nicole, um, Anthony Davis is averaging twenty two point nine points per game. 8.6 rebounds, 3.2 assists, yeah. 1.3 steals, and 1.6 blocks in 33 minutes per game. He missed, yeah. has already missed two games. So, yeah. what, what are your thoughts so far on the start of Anthony Davis? <laughs> well, because see AD, I think a lot of people, well, not a lot, like Lakers Twitter or Lakers fans in general, they're a bit they're wondering what's happening to AD because I think they had MVP expectations from him, right? Which I really mm-hmm. understand because yep. he played so well in the bubble. He was arguably like, what, the second best player there next to LeBron? Or he was even better than LeBron at times, the bubble. Because yeah. he was like, just making his shots. So, like, he came to this season coasting, which obviously he doesn't, he hasn't done the past few years parang i feel this is something that's new to him like he's learning from lebron how to um how to gain manage or like what lebron does right so he's still adjusting to the season obviously uh it's three months in since we won the title and so far his jump shots are good it's going in like last game he made i think in the first half, he was perfect, right? Eight out of space, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, he's he's not attacking the rim so much, but nothing that concerns me, man. It's just he. I feel he's really just learning how to um, use his energy and uh, prevent injuries from happening, especially from the shortened off season. So yeah, I feel just give him time, lang talaga. Yep. Uh, yeah, he already missed two games because of this minor injuries that he keeps having all throughout the season. So, Kenan, uh, so do you have the same thoughts on Anthony Davis? Yeah, uh, more or less. Yeah, I have the same thoughts. And I'd just like to add that um, the Anthony Davis that we expect, uh, you know, the one that we saw in the bubble, the superstar two-way player, He's going to resurface when we really need him the most. There weren't many who complained, but there were still who complained that they don't like what they're seeing from AD right now. It's just weird. It's still early in the season. Uh, I think we can trust the real AD to come out when we really need him the most. So we need to chill. Yeah. It's like AD. Just like like what AD and LeBron are doing. I think AD didn't, didn't have a single block in his first, what, four games? Again. I think yeah. so. So, 
for me, uh, I was a bit disappointed with how AD started the season. Um, for, um, we had lofty expectations for him. Yep. Because I think most of us predicted, predict, predicted him to be uh, yeah. regular <laughs> season MVP and defensive player of the year. Uh, oh, he was oh, no, I, had, I had Luca, remember? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, I kept you because, well, you're a Luca fan. More than on offense, yeah, he has not been to the free throw line as much. We yeah. understand that because he's probably conserving his energy and his body because he knows he's a bit injury-prone. He's attempting, a, I think, a, a more threes right now. Yep. In the last five games, has attempted 4.43s and made 1.8 of them. So, shooting 41% from three is very impressive for someone his size. But what's a bit disappointing to me is his defense. He, yeah, yeah. For someone who was, I think, should have been the defensive player of the year last season, he's a bit slacking on that department. Maybe, yeah, the short layoff. Might have affected his defensive yeah. intensity, but then the Houston game happened, <laughs> and there's like the switch, and he was like, "No, uh, yeah." Christian Wood said he's who's Christian Wood? Uh, someone named Christian Wood encircled this game because of me, so I'm just gonna drop eight out of eight. Uh, Shooting from the field, play outstanding defense, block everything, get to the free throw line, had 10 free throws. The most it's that Jordan meme, like I took yep. that personally. I took that personally. And then that Thanos um, meme with uh, who's that Scarlet Witch saying, I don't even know who you I are. I don't even know who you are, Christian Wood. So, we, <laughs> yeah. I think we need more of Christian Wood antagonizing AD uh, maybe in tomorrow's game. So, well, at least we know that AD can just turn it on. Yeah, he really dominated, especially on the defensive end. He was a plus 29 in 30 minutes in his last game versus the Rockets. So, let's hope it continues tomorrow when... We're actually currently undefeated on the road. Yeah, I hope we keep that up. Yep, we're consistent yeah. on the road. Uh-oh. Our 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 sorry five five yeah. and zero on the road. We're three three and three at home. Aside from LeBron and AD, uh, so I'm going to. Did you guys know that we have five players averaging in double figures? Yep. So, so let's start with one of those players. Uh, we, we acquired this guy for Danny Green. Danny Green who still gets uh, break memes on Twitter. Like in the game earlier, he was 0 out of 9 from the field, 0 out of 7 from 3. So uh, shout out to Sixers fans. Glad that there's no crowd in Philadelphia, they will be absolutely <laughs> murdering Danny Green. Oh yeah, for sure. Philadelphia fans are even harsh, harsher than oh, yeah. Lakers fans. I'm yeah. a first class uh, Lakers fan. 
uh, Philly fans in general, football, yeah. baseball, they're, uh, they're the worst. No. I they're think supposed they're... to be the city of brotherly love. Yep, but they, they will throw their own players under the bus, believe me. Uh, this young Lakers fans, mostly online, but Philly fans in the stadium itself, the arena itself, my God, they're the harshest fans. <laughs> Uh, they, I think they have overtaken Knicks fans because Knicks fans are just um, already. Hola, uh, Namaskado. What do you call that? Uh, immune to losing <laughs> or. <laughs> so let's start with Den Schroeder, our starting point guard. So, on a scale of 1 to 5, uh, Nicole, with five being the yeah. best, of course. Being the highest, okay. How would you rate Dennis Schroeder's season so far? Siguro 4.5. I really, really love Dennis Schroeder. He's a breath of fresh air compared to regular season region Rondo. Regular mm-hmm. season region Rondo. Kasi parang it gives us that third scorer and parang he's Speed, quickness, and ability to get into the paint are very, um, parang kitang-kita mo talaga. Like, you can trust in him. When he holds the ball, parang you know na he can do something with it. Tapos, he allows LeBron to take a break from the ball, uh, to perform off-ball. So, that's a good thing because LeBron is also a good scorer off-ball. And he's a good ball handler. Yung concern ko lang kay Schroeder is sometimes yung passes niya. Parang when he passes the ball, sometimes it could lead to turnovers. But that's about it. Otherwise, his defense is really good. Like, I really like how he um, defended Luca the Christmas game. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, his defense shocked me the most. But overall, I really love Schroeder. Lot. So I'd give him a 4.5. Yep. Uh, he's currently averaging 14.3 points per game, 4.1 rebounds, 5 assists, almost a steal in 31 minutes per game. Uh, so, Ken, are you surprised with mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder seemingly beating with the Lakers starting five? And how would you rate him? I wouldn't say surprised that he fits well with the starting five. I was surprised with his defense because uh, if listeners recall from previous episodes, I labeled him a uh, liability on defense. <laughs> and boy, he proved me wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd give him a 4.5 also because uh, he he has this habit of, and I, and I know this is probably frustrating on his part also, but he has this habit of like staring down the refs at times when he doesn't yep. get mm-hmm. calls. Yep. Yep. In, 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 instead of going back on defense, it's, it's something he's got to live with. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to blame the refs, but the refs have been uh, pretty terrible the past few yeah. years. So he's, he's just have to live with that and um, just, just run back on defense. Um, other than that, I'm pretty impressed with everything he brings to the table. I would give him a four out of five. Uh, like like both of you, I was really sur- genuinely surprised on how good he is on defense. He 
he has his motor, he, who, he can pick up basically anyone, full court, just like what everybody used to do. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's still very fast, one of the fastest players in the NBA, in my opinion. He, he, the pick and roll game with Anthony Davis and Montrezl Harrell needs a bit of an improvement, but it's understandable since there's almost no training camp and they will figure it out. It's when, when you have Anthony Davis and Trez Harrell as your partners in the pick and roll, that's, uh, I think, pretty easy to adjust to. Uh, what I would want to improve is uh, his shot selection late in the game sometimes. Um, Lakers fans have been mad at him calling him a ball hub. Uh, but we need guys who can sh- who, who's not afraid to shoot, right? Because, mm-hmm. like we saw in the playoffs, teams will lock on double team or give different looks uh, to LeBron and AD. And we had PCP mm-hmm. and playoff Rondo stepping up and hitting all those wide open shots. So we will definitely need Schroeder to knock those down. So still a very solid four for me. For Dennis Menes, as LeBron calls him. Yeah. Still a bit, that nickname is a bit corny anyway. <laughs> so let's move on to. I'm, I put them together because, like last season, most um, end Lakers Twitter or the truly knowledgeable Lakers fans put their stats together because we all know that. When push comes to shove, it's Anthony Davis playing the five, the center position, in mm-hmm. most of the crucial games when where we we really need him the most. So I put Trez Harrell and Marcus Hall are two new centers who yeah. replaced Javel McGee and White Howard. This has been. A rather irritating topic. Oh, so yeah. All Lakers Twitter, <laughs> Lakers Facebook yeah. groups. I made a post today on our yeah. uh, Laker Nation Philippines FB post. Sinulat ko talaga yung from um, early Yeah, the article from. Yeah, Luke. yeah. It's not as bad as people think. In fact, it's Actually, good. It's, like uh, anyway, let's let's you, you can, can expound. Um, what makes Harold and Gasol an improvement over Dwight and Joel? Uh, assuming yeah. that's what you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, I'll read them later. Pero I think what people are very concerned about, like the moment when we didn't sign Dwight and Howard, uh, sorry, Dwight and Javel was that parang we won't have rim protection, we won't get to block shots often, we won't, um, will basically our teams won't be covered. That's what, like, people thought. But if you look at the stats, like what I posted a while ago, that's not really the case. Um, the Lakers season, the Lakers ranked 8th in field goal percentage allowed in the restricted area. And mm-hmm. uh, what Mark does, he's, yeah, sure, he's not like, he's not as 
um jumpy and about ano ba yung term no? na parang he's not like flying around or his speed isn't there like how Javel would say but Mark can protect the paint he can avoid he can call the defense before it even happens so yeah his IQ is there yeah, and yeah. Exactly. I don't I think that will be really really big on playoff time because I don't know if people remember during the playoff Javel and Dwight were unplayable Dwight came out came up big for us during the Denver series, but from the Houston series, palang um, a lot they were benched in Miami versus the finals. Dwight was benched. We wanted to go small, deba. So I think Gasol ultimately isn't a bad replacement if you're talking about Dwight and Javale's role. So I don't think it's a downgrade. So how would you grade them so far? Oh. oh, for Chris, I think I'd give him a four because uh, he's, he's the same player. He's a sixth man of the year candidate. He can give us a good 15, 18 points a game. If I'm not mistaken, he scored, scored a good 15 or 17 points versus Chicago, right? He was big for us, even versus Dallas. And then... Because yung game niya na yon, it's not like how it was versus when he was in the Clippers. Nag-change yung role niya. So, before kasi the Clippers, Doc would put him in pick and rolls with Lou Williams, right? So, uh, this year, parang he's more iso ball, which he's starting to get, get inclined with. And yeah, he's a good offensive rebounder. He's uh, he can give us easily 18 to 20 points a game if he gets more playing time. And he's rebounding at a career-best level. So that's a good sign for us. Tapos si Mark naman, siguro I'd give him a 3.5 or 3. Siguro 3 na lang. Because I feel he can do better pa. He has games where he gets into foul trouble. Yep. Especially from the start. So that can yeah. still be fixed naman. But... All in all, Mark has shown naman um, his expertise. Last game versus Houston, he had six points, including that end one play. And then his defense is really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Mark. Like, more Mark gets used to the system of Vogel. But yeah, I'd give Mark a three for now. Okay, how about you, Kenan? Were you, were you as irritated as us with all those Lakers fans still wishing that we had Javale and Dwight? Yeah, very, very, very irritated. This isn't to uh, discount Dwight and Javale's contribution from last year. They were obviously valuable. But to say that we didn't upgrade when we added Trez and uh, Mark and replaced uh, our previous centers with them. I think that's a disingenuous state because um, a, a lot of people complaining just rely on on what they see or don't see. They don't see those fancy blocks or you know dunks or uh, rim running. They don't see that with Mark especially. But there's more to basketball than that. What Mark brings is high IQ, which is very important in basketball. I don't think people talk about basketball IQ enough. Um, it's a very important aspect. And Mark brings a lot of that 
to the team as we've uh, stated in the past two episodes. And as for Trez, he brings a lot of versatility and uh, more importantly, youth. He's only 26, 27. So the Lakers could definitely use some of that youth. I would say I'd give Trez a four because uh, he's pretty solid all around with what he, he's shown so far. But sometimes it just feels like he is left out of the offense. And uh, maybe Vogel can find a way to incorporate some of, you know, you know in, in future games. Uh, his, he can incorporate Trez in some sets. Uh, and as for Mark, I'm giving him like a 3.5. A little bit higher than what Cole gave him, mm. uh, a three point five, because yeah, I was uh, I, I was in awe of his passing and his IQ both on defense and offense, but uh, yeah, like like uh, Nicole said, he gets into foul trouble, and these are silly. Some of them are silly fouls. I wish he would avoid them, especially at the beginning of games and. Yeah, I think he just needs a little time to adjust, especially since he was like injured in the bubble, right? He was he yeah. wasn't one one hundred percent. So yeah, I, I think I give him uh, room for improvement. Yeah, I agree yeah. with both of you. Uh, I'm giving Trez a uh, four. He's averaging thirteen points, eight rebounds, an assist, uh, shooting. 60.8% from the from the field, 75% from the free throw line. That's I think an upgrade from what he used to shoot. He also he defensively has not been bad, as what people think. It's all yeah, people just want to nitpick. Casual fans, all all they see is him being small. <laughs> uh, like you said, Nicole, the Lakers are one of the best 10, eight teams in the NBA. Depending the pain. Yeah. Also, in most of our losses, uh, it wasn't because we were outscored in the paint. Maybe the Clippers game, I think that's the only time we were outscored in the paint. But when we lost to the Blazers, when we lost to the Spurs, especially the Spurs game, the Spurs were not missing. Uh, they were like the 2014 San Antonio Spurs all of a sudden. They were hitting all, th- all their threes. Everyone. Yeah. Was Lamarcus Aldridge absolutely yeah. torched us from mid range, and everyone was hitting their three. So that's not his fault. Uh, I think we missed KCB during the time he was injured. Yeah, and Alex, also Alex Caruso was out for a while, so it might have affected our defense a bit, especially in the perimeter. So I'm going to give Trez a solid four. He really helps us a lot. I don't know what these fans are uh, complaining about. This guy is a legit threat offensively, especially on the offensive boards, averaging three offensive rebounds per game. And I think for the first time in a long, long time, the Lakers have two, three players that have above 20 PER. That's their efficiency, mm-hmm. efficiency rate. I have no idea how you compute this, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty complicated. I tried. Yeah. 
Anthony Davis is at 25, LeBron at 24. Those but the league average is 15. Yep. So they are, those two are coasting and still they have a high BER. And Trez is at 21.56. Uh, so for Mark, I think I'll also give him a 3. Because, I, like both of you said, I think he has a lot of room to improve. But he has been really solid. He's playing better than Dwight and Javel, I would imagine. Um, yeah. I think the Sixers lost when Dwight started uh, for Joel Embiid. And Javel, like Nicole said, and like I, I think I posted this also, the Lakers didn't play him for much of the playoffs. He was really unplayable from the second round on. Uh, he was terrible. They just, they're, they, like uh, some fans say, all these fans want CD fans as blocking shots, uh, <laughs> right? Blocking shots, getting alley oops. That's what yeah, they see. But they they want the obvious. They want the obvious place. Yep. But if they really look closely, our defense has been well. It has it has room for improvement. But basically, because. Like I said before, Anthony Davis has been coasting, so especially on defense. So that's where the drop off really starts. Because if Anthony Davis is playing like the best defensive player in the NBA that we all know he is, everything will be lights out for the Lakers or for the yeah. opponents. So uh, I think this duo will be very important and. I hope Lakers fans can see what they bring to the team because it's way more than what Dwight and Javel would ever um, give our team for on both ends. Also, in one of the articles I read, uh, when there will be nights when Trez and Gasol will have bad days on defense. Well, everyone does, right? Yeah. Uh, the one, the one luxury the Lakers have that most teams don't have is, yes, again, Anthony Davis at the five, surrounded by LeBron James and Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris and Schroeder and Caruso or GCP uh, flanking them, or even Kuzma sometimes. Uh, that lineup, yeah. let... Frank Vogel can fall back to that lineup anytime. And that lineup is um, closest to unstoppable as there is, especially with Marquise is eating his three point shots. So, chill, Lakers fans. We got this. <laughs> so, let's move on to another, well, I think another one of the, well, probably the most maligned. Lakers <laughs> player this season, it's Kyle Kuzma. It's my boy. Kyle Kuzma. Uh, so, Nicole, how would you rate Kuz so far? Honestly, I'm torn between giving him a 3.5 or 4. Wow. <laughs> really? Really? Okay. 3.5, 3.5, siguro. Yeah. Okay, it's found. Uh, 
Yeah, si Kuz, I think he's just really inconsistent, honestly. Like, uh, when he shoots a three-point shot, you never know if it's gonna go in or not. There are games when I don't know if he's gonna get hot or he's gonna play well. Uh, during the early few games, he really played well. I think it was versus Minnesota, yeah, where he shot uh, three straight three-pointers, right? First quarter pa lang, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yep. So he has his moments. He has his moments, talaga, where he can drain drain a three pointer. His shooting is better. I think it's because he's working with uh, Mike Penderberti now, uh, the same shooting coach of Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. Yep. So hopefully that goes up. I like his improvement on shot blocking. Like I don't know if you guys noticed, but parang he has like one or two chase down blocks. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, I think he's learning from LeBron. Um, I don't know if he knows his role. Hopefully, he does. But so far, yeah, I'd give him uh, 3.5. There are still times where I'd be like, oh, what are you doing? But okay naman siya so far. It's not as bad as how people hate him to be. I still disagree with the Kuzma hate. But yeah, it's not also very impressive. So mediocre lang siya for me at the moment. Hopefully that changes though. Okay, how about your? How would you rate your boy again? This would be surprising coming from me, but uh, I would just give him a three. Okay. Because you expect a lot from the ones you support, right? So I was excited with his play in the first few games, but uh, especially with his shooting. And he still shows a lot of effort on both ends, even up to game, what, how is the record? Game nine, game something. Yeah, he still shows effort, but uh, his shots haven't been falling consistently. And it's pretty annoying to watch, really. Yeah. But I'd like to, yeah, give him props for constantly finding ways to contribute even though his shots aren't falling but man do i wish he, his shots would just keep falling it's just it's so frustrating sometimes he's open he looks in rhythm and he shoots but you know the shot just doesn't fall and it's frustrating to watch i i, I wish i wish uh, he'd improve on that i'll be a bit harsher than you guys uh i'm giving clues a 2.5 because while he has improved his shooting somewhat, he's currently at 38% right now from 3, 38.2. Mm-hmm. Uh, his shot selection has been terrible some of, in some of the games. Uh, he also, sometimes in the fast break, he turns the ball over, gets the ball stripped from him. I don't know if what's wrong because during his rookie year it was a great finisher in the break right you know, yeah. he was also a great off ball cutter mm-hmm. i still don't think what it he can he has um gotten back to that which is very surprising since lebron james is one of the best passers in nba history right he should be benefiting yeah. from constantly cutting and scoring. Or not just from LeBron, from Mark also. Oh, from Mark also, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Also on defense, I've been, well, yeah, 
the chase down blocks are nice. He's averaging a block per game, but his rotations have been awful. Yeah, true, Davis. true. I noticed that too. Yeah, Davis, Marcus, all I have, and even LeBron, I have seen him side eye him with like, what are you doing? Why, why is <laughs> why why is who's that from the Spurs? Johnson open for the one hundred time. Uh, why is uh, well Paul George cooked him in the first game? Uh, why why is <laughs> Zach Levine again open from three in rotation. Uh, so we hopefully he can improve because we really need him also. Because LeBron has not sat sat yet. Uh, and yes, he lost his starting job when even when Anthony Davis was still out. Uh, who started for him in the Bulls game? Was it Marquis? Marquis. Marquis. Yeah. Yeah, so, so let's see if he can improve. Uh, hopefully, he's shooting has regressed. He has shooting just 33% of the last four games from three. So hopefully, well, we've been uh, cheering for Kuz to improve for like two seasons now. <laughs> Since like a long time ago. Uh, but still have faith in him, especially with his contract situation already resolved. So hopefully yeah. uh, he can improve and be given a bigger role because some Lakers fans think that this guy might be our third best player. <laughs> they might they also think that he is our next star. Uh, <laughs> Of course, I'm talking about Alfonso McKinney. No, I'm just kidding. It's Kalen Horton Tucker. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's start with you, Nicole. Yeah. Are you a Kalen Horton Tucker believer? Yes. I give him a five, honestly. Wow. I'm very, very yeah. impressed. <laughs> no, I mean, for his role, the role he's given, and his expectation, the expectations handed for him, I'd really give him a five. And he's the type na you can really see he's a sponge on the court. Because, if you think about it, this could be his rookie season because he didn't really play much last yep. year for obvious reasons. But uh, I think there was a game that he was ha- uh, guarding Grant of Portland. He made mistakes on defense. He's still not the perfect defense player. Don't get me wrong. But you can wait, see him wait. improve. Uh, it's... Grant, or I think it's Garrett Trent, right? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Garrett Trent torched us. Yeah. Yeah. Then he hasn't been good ever since, I think. No. (laughs) That was so annoying. Like, why did it have to be versus us? And then the next game, I think they played the It's always against us. Uh Uh-oh. In the pool nila siya. There's nobody Suddenly, have games like Okay, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So yeah, I give. I'm really impressed with him. Like you can see, his defense slowly improving. So parang he really learns from his mistakes. I think his best game so far as a professional player would be Houston. Yep. He was really. He was special. I, I really enjoy yeah. watching. It. So yeah, I'd say five for the role he's given and for. Just how he is as a player, like I really like his attitude and how he 
presents himself on the court. So yeah, that's a good good asset for us in the future. I don't know if you guys read the reports today that Mavericks and Knicks are interested on THT yeah. and the Cavs too. <laughs> I know. So parang no, don't. <laughs> Uh, nah, he's, he's a clutch, clutch guy. guy. He's, he's not going, going anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. Our, your first five star rating too. Hmm. I don't like giving out five stars easily, but so, <laughs> I I think I'm just I'm gonna give him a a four, so he can give so he has you know room for improvement. I give him a four. Um, he showed that he is definitely a rotation player. And he stepped up. There were a lot of players who missed playing time this early part of the season because of you know injuries and stuff like that. And he definitely stepped up. I don't know if you uh, read this, but uh, apparently there were some uh, NBA executives who think that he can average right now twenty uh, points per game on a bad team, <laughs> and he's and he's. Definitely showed that he's more than capable of doing that. I'm happy he's on our team. The official Twitter of the Lakers, they gave him and Caruso like emojis. I, I don't know what it meant. The soap and the, and the dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> so I have no uh, idea, but, but yeah, I love PhD. Yeah, maybe we can, okay. research, we can research that for the next episode. Uh, so for me, uh, THT is, I'll, okay, I'll go in the middle. I'll give him a 4.5. He, I, we, I think we all thought that he wouldn't be a regular part of the rotation. But so far, he only has one DNP. He has played 10 mm-hmm. games. And he's currently averaging six, seven, almost 17 minutes a game. But because uh, KCP missed four games and Alex Caruso also missed, uh, I think, Couple of games, two, or three games. Yeah. Three. So, but when he gets a chance to play, his impact has been amazing. Especially in the Houston game, he had four steals, uh, seventeen points, seven out of eight from the field, two out of three from three. Uh, he tends to be out of control sometimes. Yeah. There's no ball over for the shots, but he's not afraid to take those shots. And really, yeah, growing mistakes. And like, I think I message this to you guys. Um, I think there are him and Caruso are an upgraded version of Jordan Farmer and Shannon Brown. Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Where they? They're a better version. They're especially better defensive. Caruso, uh, Horton Tucker takes advantage of his long arms. Mm-hmm. In, Making steals, he blocks some shots sometimes. Uh, so I really he he really surprised me because most of us thought he would not be getting regular playing time. So I think uh, for me his ceiling is really a third or fourth guy on the title team. I don't know if that's um, underselling it or overrating him. How about you guys? Uh, what what do you think is his ceiling? Yeah, I I don't I don't blame you for um thinking that because I really think he can be that third to fourth, and if he improves his playmaking, he can be he can be yeah. really valuable to any team. And 
like what Patrick, ah, like what Ken said a while ago, like outs were assuming he could be star in a non-contender or another team. That's definitely true. I can see that happening. So, yeah. I think he'd be like in that Trevor Ariza mold, you know, early early in his career. Yep. Uh, also, like Nicole pointed out, his playmaking has been one of it, the biggest surprises also of the season because he's our primary initiator when LeBron or Schroeder are on the bench. So it's really he's really a revelation and another great draft pick, late round draft pick discovery by the Lakers, which has been. Yep. Well, it's safe to say that the Lakers have been very good in the draft. Well, we got yeah. Anthony Davis, Brandon Ingram is a most improved player, and it's an all-star. Julius Randle is suddenly having triple doubles. Uh, Alonzo Ball. <laughs> Alonzo is being upstaged by his brother, but right now, but well, we got yeah. Anthony Davis for them. So, uh, it's safe to say the Lakers have been great in the draft. Uh, so, let's talk about your assessment of the Lakers as a whole uh, through this first 11 games. Like we said, the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers are the best team in the world. Well, in the NBA, right? You have the best record yeah. of this recording. You're, yep. You have the best record in the NBA. Yep. Yeah. So, no, so, they don't share the top spot with anyone. Yep. So... <laughs> Uh, Nicole, yeah. uh, what's your assessment for the Lakers so far? Maybe we can yeah. rate we can rate them one to five also. Grade? Yep. Um, Guru, the first eleven games and the first eleven games, I think. Wait, grade their team effort or how they're winning? Hmm. How do I balance? Uh, well, <laughs> I get wait. Segura, give it a four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, four. Okay. Um, yung best game nila, their best game so far was versus Houston last game. I thought that was the best game of the season. We really showed what we can be as a team. But prior to that game, it was a bit at times frustrated, Shemper, the spoiled fan in me, given my expectations <laughs> and all. Um, I was a bit frustrated because I knew they could be better. Parang the quality of basketball. Parang we're med- we were med- just slow to our rotation, slow to getting to our places. But um, we have to understand, they it's a very short off-season. They're trying to find their roles. LeBron and AD are coasting. Uh, they're finding ways to impact by not giving out their all because you know what it can lead to. There has been a couple of injuries already. So I really, really understand why they're approaching it this way. And if you look at the quality of basketball of other teams, parang it's the same naman din. Um, so yeah, we could be better for sure, but I'd give them a four because not only are we number one overall, but we're also four as of right now. So they were fourth in offense and third in defense and second in net, rate, net rating. So that's really not bad at all. I'd take that. That's a championship team right there. So yeah, so far so good, but could be better. So yeah, I'd give it a four. Okay. Uh, how about you, Kenan? Oh, what would you rate this Los Angeles Lakers team so far? I think I'd give them a three point five. 
because they've been very annoying to watch. <laughs> they, they, they've been winning. They, they the results the results are there. They they're winning games, but the process of how they win these games are very annoying. I, I don't think I enjoy watching them trailing for like you know 80% of the game and then suddenly they take it to the next level and they dominate the team in the fourth quarter to pull out the win. Yeah, the wins are fun, but it would be better if they don't, you know, if they don't sleepwalk through wins. Yeah. yeah. So, for me, I'll also give them a, uh, well, you gave them a 3, right? Canon? Sorry? 3.5. A 3.5. So, we, yeah. we have it the same. I'm, still, I'm also going with a 3.5. Um, despite yeah, I know what you're saying that they've been well, uh, really coasting and careless. Uh, their defensive rotations have not been sharp. They're still not scoring like because said. They're still out scoring their points by eight point three points per game. That's the mm-hmm. second best in the NBA behind the uh, yep. Milwaukee Bucks, who I think have faced yep. the Detroit Pistons five times. Uh. <laughs> uh that's definitely going to help your offensive rating. The number one team in the East, the Boston Celtics, uh, with the like, uh, COVID-stricken Jason Tatum, is outscoring their point, opponents by just 1.8 points per game. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> the quality of basketball around the NBA has not been good. So it's not just, it's not just the Lakers. The Heat are four and four. The Bucks are seven and four. The Clippers are seven and four. The Denver Nuggets are five and five. The OKC Thunder are five and four. So who would have thought, right? <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to be We're facing them too. Yeah. yeah. The Pelicans are four and the Rockets are three and five. So um, the we, I really can't blame the Lakers, but since our standards for them are really high, yep. uh, I think 3.5 is a pretty fair um, assessment because we all know he, they can do way better than this and still, they're still the best team in the NBA <laughs> despite not playing, not nearly close to what they can do, right? Yep. So with that, we, we have to preview... You know, on a side note, on a side note, I'm surprised that the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers are number one in defensive rating. <laughs> JaVale. JaVale. The JaVale effect. <laughs> Stop feeding the uh, uh, Lakers. What do you call them? Uh, the JaVale, Dwight, Dwight Howard uh, fans. Uh, <laughs> also, on the side note, yeah, the I think Brooklyn is the third highest. Um, Vegas has them as the third favorite to win the NBA title. Yeah, five and six. They're <laughs> five and six, and Kyrie is off the grid. <laughs> yeah. So, Lakers fans, um, you need not look beyond the other teams in the NBA and just be thankful, right? Be thankful that our team's still the best team in the NBA and we're not even playing close to our best. So stop complaining. Uh, so let's let's move on to our next five games. Let's 
uh, our next five games are against tomorrow we play the Rockets in Houston again but I think by the time it come, um, this pod comes out we have already played the game hopefully we win so Nicole will we beat the Rockets again? Yeah, I think we definitely can win, but uh, not, I feel not as dominant or we wouldn't, we won't have like a big lead like how we had last game because they're getting Boogie back. So I'm really interested to see how Boogie and Morris will react to each other when they're in the court again. So I think, no, and then Harden in the last game, he didn't really shoot much. If I'm not mistaken, he only attempted 18. Just so he'll definitely get the ball more. But yeah, I expect a closer fight tomorrow for sure. Yeah, it's important to shut down. Uh, James Harden, yeah. Uh, Dylan <laughs> Harden stopper. So, how about you, Kenan? Another easy win? Uh, I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, I agree with Nicole. I don't think it's as easy as uh, the previous game but i think they're gonna pull out another win um houston uh, houston isn't as dominant as you know the previous iterations of the team so but i, I don't think they're gonna win against the lakers tomorrow but i think it's a closer game Hopefully, it's not the kind of game where the Lakers, like I mentioned earlier, ghost for 90% of the game and then suddenly dominate in the fourth. <laughs> so, uh, I think also we will win and it will be a closer game. But I think we will pull ahead in the fourth quarter just because I think Anthony Davis is raring to go and dominate again. Uh, we'll, also, Taylor Horton. I think we have found something with Taylor Horton Tucker and Alex Caruso sparking uh, spark the spark plugs of our bench. That's our spark plugs. And expecting another dominant game from uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron as usual. And I think mm-hmm. Houston is really not good so far. We all know about the James Harden drama. So. Um, also expecting a, a win, a late, a late, a bit closer game, but um, uh, I think we will pull ahead in the fourth, and LeBron and AD will just play their normal 32 to 33 minutes. Um, so next game is against the surprising OKC Thunder. Well, again, we all thought we're going to be the uh, the the this the winner of the lottery next year. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if, if they get the number one pick next year, and with, with all those draft picks that they have, but they are currently five and four. Yeah. So I have I, I have to be honest. I have not watched a single okc game <laughs> so i have no idea i just have darius basically on my fantasy team that's <laughs> like second to the last last in uh, among 18 teams so nicole if if you have watched the okc at all or have, have any yeah. thoughts okay i think we can win this 
For this game, I'm not really sure, honestly, because we're coming from a back-to-back, right? This game is going to be the day after our used to meet, if I'm not mistaken, oh. right? Oh, back-to-back ata natin yan. So, I don't know if AD's going to play or if we're going to have players should. out. <laughs> yeah, it's a back-to-back. I'm looking forward to Dennis Schroeder going back to OKC. Hopefully, he knows how system works there and like he can dissect that but i'm not really sure about this game as much as i want to be confident but knowing how the lakers play in the road parang i'll be more not worried about it just i don't know what to expect if that makes sense so i feel it it could be a close game given with that okc has momentum right now so we'll see how it goes but yeah i'm worried that it's our back-to-back and there's traveling in between, so hopefully our players aren't as fatigued okay. during that game. Uh, how about you, Kenan? Pretty sure you haven't watched a single OKC game too, right? Nope. Nope, <laughs> I can't be bothered to watch. <clears throat> so I really don't know what to expect. Um, yeah, it, it's a trap game to me. It's one of those games where on paper, it's an easy matchup, but the Lakers probably, you know, are going to play down to their level instead of uh, playing at their normal pace, their normal quality of play. So I think it's it's going to be a little iffy, but they're gonna, I think they're going to win. It's going to be another annoying game. Yeah, I can feel it already. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a little bit of half-ass research. The Thunder are on a three-game winning streak. Oh. They, they beat the Nets without Kyrie, of course, 129-116. They beat the Knicks, who's, well, they started losing again. Uh, they beat the Pelicans <laughs> by one. They beat the Magic by nine. They lost to the Heat by 28. They lost to the Pelicans by 33. They lost to man. Well, they lost. To, they lost to Magic by eleven. Lost to the Jazz by one. Beat Lamelo Ball and the Hornets by two. And mm-hmm. so, I think the trend here is if you just play well, you will just blow them out, just like what the Heat, <laughs> the Pelicans did. Shake is just as Alexander is off to a great start. Twenty-one points. 6.8 assists, 5.3 rebounds. Um, Lou Dort, the famous Lou Dort, the Harden stopper, is averaging 12 <laughs> points on 43% shooting from three. I wish Kuzma can shoot like him and defend like him. Uh, uh, Lakers legend Mike Muscala is also averaging 10.3 <laughs> points. What the hell? Oh, OKC uh, uh, now. Yeah, sure. 10.3 points per game on shooting, on 43% shooting, so maybe Anthony Davis can destroy him. Um, Al Horford still averaging his boring 11.7 rebounds. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, some of these guys are really hungry. Um, to be honest, I only know seven of their players. Uh, from Shay, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I only know six because I don't know who is Hamidou Diallo. 
Uh, he's a he's a dunker. That's, that's all I know about this. Was averaging twelve points and five rebounds a game. Um, I have no idea who Isaiah Roby is. Justin Jackson. Nope. Um, Theo Maledon. Um, Kenrich Williams. I think he played for the Pelicans. I don't know. And the seven three small forward. See, ano, Pokuchevsky. <laughs> Poku. Oh. The, the, That's Shaktin machine. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, I expect Poku to have like 20 points and 15 rebounds <laughs> when we play them. So, we will never, but I think we will win this. So, it's 2-0 and all so far. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, Nicole said it's a back-to-back. Then we go back home to Staples and face the Pelicans and uh, our former young Pelicans and Zion. So, Nicole, I think we are looking forward to this game. Yeah. So, I think we can beat the Lakers. Ah, we can beat the Lakers. We can beat the Pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think we can because... I don't know if you guys have watched uh, the Pelicans game so far. Parang they're still in the I've process of. A lot. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, have you noticed I've watched that, a lot. Yeah, they're still trying to figure the system out. I think uh, the last Pelicans game I watched was Christmas versus the Heat. I remember staying up for that game. Uh, they look lost. Like they don't have their rotation, which is normal because obviously the season was cut short. So they're still trying to figure out the offense and defense of uh, Stan. But yeah, their defense hasn't really been that good. Uh, there's only so much Zion can do. But yeah, I expect the baby Lakers to come up big. They definitely would want to ball out in that game. I could imagine Brandon Ingram is going to ball out. So will Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart. But yeah, I think we can contain them. Oh yeah, that's... that's and it's at home, right? Yeah. So, we are 3-3 so far at home. So, Kellen, your boy, one of your boys, I don't know how many boys you have, <laughs> Brandon Ingram is <laughs> coming back to Staples again. So, you think we can beat them? I, I don't know. It's uh, They have this habit of uh, collapsing in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, we, we're going to beat them, no question. I just want them to, I just want the, the Laker kids to pad their stats. If, <laughs> if they're going to lose, they just please score a lot. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, like both of you, I think we can win this game pretty handily because last season we swept the Pelicans, right? Um, yeah. LeBron and AD have shown up in all of those games. Uh, they will be extra motivated with Zion there, with Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Who played well in uh, the first time we met the Pelicans, the first time AD went back to Orleans again. He played well, so hopefully he plays well for this one. Yep. Uh, the Stephen Adams signing has, I think, has not worked out so far because they're they look lost on defense. Um, so of course, Drew Holiday was one of their best defenders in 
then be losing him as and getting a downgrade in Eric Bledsoe was who somehow plays well against the Lakers most of the time, but he still loses. So. Could I go either way? But I expect a relatively comfortable win, especially since we're back home. The uh, broad and AD would not want us to be under 500 at home. So I think we, we can win this also. Next game, Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Day. At home against the resurgent Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors. So, Nicole, <laughs> our out yeah. nation back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. Like, this is the game I've got. I think Christians would spend to circle around the calendar. I really want to so excited for this game because I think the Warriors are a playoff team. Stephen Curry is really good. Uh, Draymond is a good defensive um, player. His IQ is there and he's slowly picking up his game. So I feel this will be a mini test for us so far. I really want to see how this game's going to go. At least we're playing at home. And yeah, it's gonna it should be a fun one. Yeah, hopefully uh, Steph doesn't get too hot. He doesn't drop 60 or <laughs> more than that. But yeah, it's going to be a fun game. I'm excited for this. How about you, Kenan? think the yeah. Lakers will show up versus these Warriors? I think it's going to be uh, uh, an easy game as long as Steph doesn't go nuclear like he did. Was that Portland? Yep. That he scored yeah, recently? Portland. Yeah, uh, as long as he doesn't do that. I don't know if you've seen his last game. Steph shot uh, two for 16. Yeah. Yep. Two for 16. Yeah. <laughs> so, I hope he does that again with against the Lakers. And we're, we're just, we'll be fine. Yep. Uh, I think this is another game which LeBron, especially LeBron, LeBron always shows up versus the Warriors. No, no, no matter who is. LeBron's who, very petty, isn't he? Who is, who is playing with against the Warriors? He could be playing with the San Miguel Beer Man or Ginebra, and he will still show up against <laughs> the Warriors. Um, also, I think Anthony Davis will also show up in this game because he will be facing James Wiseman, one of the. Yeah. I think the best big man in the NBA draft, uh, probably. Um, so. I think we will, we will, I, in, during, I, I know it was preseason, but we easily destroyed the Warriors last season when Steph was healthy. And the Lakers, for some reason, always play great against the Warriors, right? Remember yeah, when even, we, even before the when we, game. when we really sucked, I think we yeah. beat them by 30 or something. Yep. Um, so, I think we will definitely beat this Warriors team, especially with Kelly Oubre breaking all this uh, room. LeBron is definitely <laughs> letting Kelly Oubre shoot. And, of course, Schroeder, I, I expect Schroeder and Caruso to really bother Steph. Um, mm-hmm. Pick him up full court and um, everything. And, of course, who's guarding LeBron James? Uh, Draymond Green has been great. 
so far, but yeah, he can guard both LeBron and Anthony Davis at the same time. So yeah, I think this game is pretty straightforward for us. Um, so so far we are four and zero. Nice. <laughs> uh, just a reminder that we were we were Kevin we, when we did this the last time we were three and one because we lost it. Yeah, first game. Um, so let's go to the last of our five game preview. It's against the Bucks in Milwaukee. Yeah, we oh. have a two day break before we face them, so we will probably be rested for that game. So Nicole, I you think yeah. we can beat the Bucks on the road? Yeah, I think we can, but I'd say I'm 50-50 for this game because I know uh, how Giannis feel and the Bucks will come out for this game. Obviously, they have something to prove. They have a chip on their shoulders after um, being out of the playoffs the second round consecutively before. So uh, I feel they're going to come out extra aggressive in this game, like how they came out versus the Heat. So yeah, I'd go 50-50 for this game, obviously, because of how uh, just how the Bucks will come out versus the Lakers. So yeah. So win or lose? One. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I want to say win, but okay, I'll give this a lose. Na lang. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> we, we are realistic Lakers fans, so about yeah, you, we expect a lot. How about you, Kenan? I think you have a prediction already. One twenty-four, one hundred nine. <laughs> no, I, actually, oh. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not pretty confident about that. Maybe not because I think the Bucks are superior than the Lakers, but you know, um, like I said, the Lakers are coasting. And yeah. the Bucks are the Bucks have a, a lot to prove, especially after their playoff outing. Maybe I, I just think that the Lakers, this this habit of the Lakers where they coast for ninety percent of the game and then try to dominate in the fourth, is gonna backfire against Giannis. Uh, so I'm I'm chalking it as a loss, but I do hope they prove me wrong. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Bucks uh, have been really inconsistent so far. They beat the Heat by 47. They lost by 11. The, prior to beating the Heat by 47, they lost to the Knicks by 20 of all teams. And prior to losing to the Knicks by 20, they beat the Warriors by 39. So... They're the epitome of a hot and cold team. If they get hot, I think the Lakers just lose this game. Um, but if it's a close game, I think the Lakers have a chance. So I'm more on leaning on the Lakers stealing this game late, especially on the road. Uh, so you guys have them 4 and 1, I have them 5 and 0. Oh, so. Nice. <laughs> In the next podcast, let's see who will have the bragging rights. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's that. So let's move on to our uh, Ken and our favorite segment. 
the magic tweets inspired by the greatest Twitter account on earth. <laughs> the great Magic Johnson. So, take it away, Yes, uh, we have two here. Um, the first one, uh, Magic said, uh, The At Lakers are so talented and such a good team that even when they don't play well, like tonight, they can still win. LeBron James led with 26 points and 11 rebounds, and AD finished with 26 and 10. <laughs> I'm not sure wow. which game was this. <laughs> and um, um, I think this is his first game, man. First, yeah, first game Queen Queen's first. first, first. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, our second Magic tweet was during that Warriors-Blazers game. He said, A career-high 62 points for Steph Curry. All caps, <laughs> still proving his the greatest shooter we've ever seen in an MVP candidate, along with LeBron, AD, KD, Kyrie, Luka Doncic, Kawhi, and Giannis. No. He has a lot of he has a lot uh, of MVP look candidates. Look at those MVP candidates! Oh my God, classic! That was classic magic, right? Yep. Classic magic. Yep. So, Best Twitter magic. account ever. Best Twitter account ever. How how many MVP candidates? <laughs> Wonder if if Kyrie is still on that list. Uh, <laughs> especially since yes, seven. <laughs> basically a wall. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you, Magic, uh, for sponsoring the our favorite segment. So let's go to another segment um, inspired by Magic Johnson. Also, fun facts. <laughs> so basically, it's. Uh, facts about the Lakers. Uh, so let's start. How many international players have does the Lakers have on the roster right now? Right current, now, the cur- current yeah. roster. Yep, current roster. You can start the goal. Um. Okay. Fifteen, so 15 man roster. Is that lang yung naiit ko for now? Half ba? Pwede half or? Actually, Mark lang yung alam ko. So maybe one. Uh, how about you, Kenan? I think. Uh, Mark Schroeder, uh, that German other Antetokounmpo brother, brother, Costas. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. You're right. So three, three. three. Yep. We have three international players on our roster. That's right. German mm-hmm. Palasi Schroeder. Yeah, Schroeder <laughs> is a German. So um, next up, who would you guess is the Okay, let's start with you, um, uh, Nicole. Uh, I'm, I'm pertaining um, all-time leading scorer yeah. as a Laker. When they so for the just Lakers. time spent? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because obviously, Kobe Bryant is number one. Yeah. So if you have to guess who's the number three. Let me guess. Uh, Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor? I, I don't know. Parang... Ay, nakita ko na last. Sige, I'll just go with Elgin Baylor. <laughs> How about you, Kenan? I think I'm going with Kareem. Uh, he's number three in the Lakers. And if you add his Milwaukee Bucks score, that's why he's like the number one scoring leader. So I'm going with Kareem. Elgin, good guess. Um, gold Elgin Baylor is number four, but Kenan was right. Um, oh. Kareem, is, Kareem is number three. All time. Uh, okay. So you get so that. Who's number two? Jerry West. 
That's Jimmy West, right? Jimmy West played for the Lakers all his career. Last question. All-time leading scorers in NBA history. Top 10. How many of those players played even a single game for the Lakers? So, ilan, top 10? Top 10 all-time. How ilan, how many played at least one game for the Lakers? Mm-hmm. More than two yan for sure. Yeah, so guess. Any guesses, uh, Nicole? Who mga all-time leaders? Si Lebron, Lebron's third na, no? Yep. Oh, right. Four? How about you, Kenan? Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I think it's Kareem, Carl Malone, yeah. Kobe, Lebron. Number six to ten, I, I have no idea who's on there. Maybe Shaq's on there. I don't know. So I'm going five. Uh, close enough. Uh, we have six. Kareem's number one. Carl Malone's mm-hmm. number two. LeBron is number three. Kobe is number four. Imagine we have four of the five, top four <laughs> um, all-time leading scorers were once Lakers. So if you consider Carl Malone a Laker. Anyway, um, sure. Michael Jordan's number five. Dirk Nowitzki mm-hmm. is number six. Whoa. I didn't know this. Huh. Yeah, uh, I, I knew he was like somewhere close to the top ten. I didn't think he was number six. You were um, number seven is Will Chamberlain. So I think oh, you missed okay. him. Ah. Uh, Shaq's number eight. Then Moses Malone and Elvin Hayes. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is surprisingly number 14. Yeah, Melo was good during... Yeah, during his New York days, siguro. I think he will pass his 400 points away from Hakim Olajuwon. So, he, probably at the end of the season, he will be number 11. So, nice. Wow, Paul Pierce is number 16. What? Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, the next active player after Carmelo Anthony is Kevin Durant, who is number 26. Okay. Mm. So that's another edition of fun fun facts. Um, let's go to our fan questions. We have only time for one, so let's get to it. Uh, this is from Ron Bautista. He's asking, with PhD erupting in the Rockets game, do you think he deserves to have his minutes extended? And does he deserve to start? So let's let's go with you, Nicole. First off, <laughs> more minutes, then <laughs> will he start? Should he start? Could you please repeat no. that question? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, the question was, um, with THT's uh, erupting against the Rockets, do you think he deserves to have more minutes, and does uh-huh. he deserve to start? So basically, there's two questions okay. here. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, okay, I'll go. Um, yeah. I don't think he deserves to start just yet. <laughs> Obviously, it's mm-hmm. really nice mm-hmm. to see him grow uh, consistently and learn from like being a sponge and incorporating that. But no, I think our starting lineups already too tight. Like, we need specific people there to start the game. I really think mas bagay sa coming from the bench. And sorry, what was the second question? If his minutes can be expanded, right? Um, so far, okay naman yung minutes niya because uh, we have to understand Vogel also is in the process of uh, looking for the right lineup. That's why the regular season is played because 
it's a time where Vogel experiments with lineups and rotations. So I think Vogel is still in that uh, phase where he's seeing who works with who and what's a good combination. But so far, yeah, it's good that he's he's been improving. And I wouldn't be shocked if he gets more minutes, especially if um, LeBron sits since we need another playmaker out there. So, yeah, uh, he could have his minutes grow in the near future when um, LeBron's sitting games. But as a starter, no, I don't agree just yet. Uh, how about you, Kevin? THT starter, 38 minutes per game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Nicole. Uh, it's too early to start THT. Unless, uh, I guess the only time I would start THT at this point in his career is if the Lakers, hopefully this doesn't happen, but if the Lakers suffered the same fate like uh, the Sixers uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago with the contact tracing and they were stuck with seven people. I think that's the only time THT starts uh, at this point of his career. As for his minutes, I think it's, it's gonna steadily rise anyway because as the season progresses, you know, minor injuries come and go, load management uh, for AD and LeBron. However, the Lakers want to proceed with that will offer uh, increased minutes, not just for THT, uh, but for any for the next man up, as they say. Yep. Uh, I agree that so far, THT has deserved more minutes. Um, but again, the problem is who, whose minutes are he, is he taking? Uh, yeah. Wes Matthews has been hot and cold, but when he's really hot... Um, <laughs> This nuclear the, the Lakers just destroy other teams. Also, KCP has been good so far. He had this injury, but he will get give play. He will, he will get playing time. Shoulders going to get 30 minutes a game, but I think we have found our de facto playmaker off the bench. Right, Casey has been great as our backup secondary play, playmaker. I think he had this one lob to Fred Harrell that was amazing. <laughs> and they were like, it was like they've been playing together for a long time. So I agree that he's still a bit too young to start. Uh, that starting lineup is already good with KCP and Schroeder in the backcourt. And I don't think uh, THT will be the first to crack the starting lineup if ever one or two guys sit, right? Uh, I think Matthews and Marquis or even Cal Kuzma are, are the direct replacements uh, in the starting lineup when one or two of our guys are resting or out with uh, hopefully not serious injuries. So, yes, I think Peach has more than proven that he can deliver with a bigger load uh more minutes maybe but as a starter i don't think he can make um the, the later starting lineup this at well at least this season right well yes yeah <laughs> well we all, yes. we all we all thought that uh, he won't be a regular part of the rotation so let's see what happens so hopefully it's not yes. because of something catastrophic which not one word um, doesn't happen. So, 
HT, thank you for being the highlight of the Lakers season so far. Um, <laughs> so, again, thank you guys for joining another fun-filled <laughs> episode. Uh, I forgot uh, to tell um, to talk about uh, our, our tradition that the Clippers blew a 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets and just recently blew a 22-point lead, was that right, <laughs> to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So when we meet the Warriors on Martin Luther King, we'll show the Clippers how to annihilate the Warriors properly. So that's all. Um, you guys have any last thoughts on the Lakers so far? Or no, 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 no. Stop being annoying. <laughs> I think that that I think that message is also for those annoying Lakers Lakers fans yeah. who are you too, Lakers yeah. fans. Stop being you're, annoying. You're panicking uh, about every every loss and every bad, yeah. every layup that scored against Mark Gasol or every yeah. loss. Stop shoulder. complaining about Mark Gasol. Awayan ko siya joke lang. God, uh, if these fans were around during the Shaq and Kobe era during the repeat, uh, Lakers were literally losing against the um. The, like the Grizzlies, the Vancouver Grizzlies <laughs> back then, and I wasn't yeah. really. Uh, True Lakers didn't really care because they knew once the playoffs start, Kobe and Shaq will just annihilate everyone. Uh, I think same goes here. LeBron James has proven that he's still the best player in the NBA, even while coasting. So, no worries there. So Lakers fans, chill, and enjoy. Enjoy and hope that this 2021 season will be better, even better for our Lakers and for the world in general. So, again, Kenan and Nicole, thank you for another fun-filled episode. And hope to, I think we will see each other after the box game um, since we covered yeah. those games. So, um, stay safe, guys, and Happy New Year. Yes, yes, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Hey, bye, guys. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please consider following us on our social media. We are at LakersNation underscore PH on both Twitter and Instagram and LakersNation Philippines on Facebook.